Hello and welcome to episode number 54 of the Fellow Cast, and we have another Ask the Pastors episode lined up for you today, in which I am asking the following question, not just to one pastor, but to a pastor and his wife, Pastor Garth van Niekerk and Lizette van Niekerk, talking about how should we approach the superwoman in Proverbs 31. I'm very fortunate to sit here with my superwoman. So I found her. I can tell you all. You can stop looking. I found her. <laughs> no, it's really lovely. Lizette and uh, a couple of ladies in the fellow moms group have actually recently gone through a book where they studied this particular chapter. So I'm glad for this question. Um, and just personally, I found before when the question of the Proverbs 31 woman comes up, um, it's normally women that ask the question. And it's like, can anybody be like this woman? It's a very daunting image to look at. It she just does everything, man. She she buys, she sells, she makes, she cooks, she cares, she runs the show. Um, so it looks like a very daunting picture. But I, in fact, believe this chapter is more written for men. In fact, it, it's scripturally that's how it states. It starts off with saying, "It's King Lumiel." who passes on to his son, who will be a prince, obviously, um, the advice that his mom gave him. And the advice is, look for a woman like this. So it's really, this is a chapter for men to study. And God says, you go study that, and then go and look for a woman that has these characteristics. And the warning that he gives is, um, if you... Uh, I'm reading from the message here. Don't dissipate your virility on fortune-hunting women or promiscuous women who shipwreck leaders. So he's saying, if you want to be a good leader, you need to find this good wife, uh, a, a woman of noble character. Um, what is your take on that, Lizette? Yeah, I think for me, when we did the book, um, that was one of the things that really, um, I don't think I ever read that bit where it says it was actually a mom that sort of um, taught these wise sayings and yes. um, because we generally just start at verse 10 and go into the Proverbs 31 women so that was really something that um, yeah I just um, almost want to say just opened it up a bit for us as well it, it became less daunting um, I am a mom with two sons and just thinking I can honestly say all of the things that stands there I would want for my sons yes. um, in there. I would want their wives to be like this. At the same time, realizing they won't be perfect. <laughs> so I think for myself, it was just something to realize you don't have to be perfect, but these are really, really good characteristics to have. I would want this for my sons. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And we have to start praying. Yes. Um, I remember my mom praying for me at a very young age. Um, already for me and my two brothers that um, God will lead us to discover the wife that has this kind of character and God did it he answered the prayers I can really say that and then um, that's maybe something we have to point out as well is the advice is given it's in scripture for every Christian for a man to go and say this is the kind of wife I must look for and for a woman to say if I want a good, godly man to find me, this is the kind of woman that I must be because that's what he's going to look for. But then the obvious point for us is you look for her. 
you look for and then you choose her out um, because there's a very misleading thing in Christian circles. Don't know, Valdi, if you came across it as well. We guys sort of have this attitude of God must give me the perfect wife. No, it's your choice because if I say God gave me Lizette and I just had to take her through some prophetic word, she was given to me as a wife, then the first time that she makes me unhappy, I will have to say to God, God, just like Adam did to <laughs> to God, this woman that you gave me, um, she breaks my heart or she messes up or whatever, you know, as if it's God's fault. Um, but if, as it is in fact, I looked for a woman of noble character, I found her, if she somehow breaks my heart, then I need to choose to continue to love her because she is my choice. And the same on her part. Uh, I am her choice. It's not God's choice, and so I cannot blame God for anything. I have to choose to continue to love her. Um, it's just really important, you know, that we get that one right. Um, and what is God's role in me choosing a wife? I pray and ask for wisdom. I pray and ask for wisdom. That's what the wisdom scripture is in Proverbs. Um, and he gives me wisdom to make a very good choice. Eh? Mm. Yeah. yeah, and I think with that as well, then just to sort of say even... Um, just to realize you need to, as a woman choosing a husband, um, is the person that you are dating giving you praise where praise is due? Yes. Does he see the worth in you? Um, so that's also maybe just something yes. to remember. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Look <laughs> does at that he, person. Yeah, does he honor me? Does he um, appreciate me? Mm. Um, yeah. And does he value the kind of characteristics yes. that I choose to display in my life? Yeah. Yeah. And the other way around. Very important. So the, the other obvious thing then is you're reading through this passage and you're seeing, oh, all the descriptions of this woman is she already has her own household. She already has her own children. Um, she has servants that she delegates work to. And later in the thing, we're going to speak to that. She delegates to the family as well their tasks. So this mom does not do everything in the house. It's very good to see. Um, she actually teaches the children to do their chores. I believe I see it there. And um, she is obviously already married. So he's describing a woman who's already married, who has a household and who has children. Now, obviously, Lemuel, when he's writing to his son, the advice that his mom gives him, his son is not married yet. He's teaching his son, look for a woman with these characteristics. So we're not looking for a, um, can we say, 18-year-old, a 20-year-old, a 25-year-old, or a 30-year-old woman who has her own household, has her own kids. That's not what we're looking for, right? Um, we're looking for characteristics. Can I picture this woman running a household well? Can I see that she has a hardworking work ethic? Or is she, like it says there at the beginning, um, a fortune-hunting woman? Or is she a promiscuous woman? So the characteristics that we have to see in her is what we're looking for. Um, so, Lizette, I don't know if you want to point out some of the characteristics in there that we see in this woman. I see the first one I'm, I'm landing my eyes on there is her husband trusts her without your, uh, reserve. Uh, she's never spiteful. She treats him generously. Um, mm. So generosity, um, trust is part of the relationship. She's industrious. Okay. Um, uh, one that touched Lizette is she's thrifty. She knows how to look after the stuff that God entrusted her. She's a very good steward. Okay? And 
the one that stands out all throughout this thing is she's hard working <laughs> yeah that's sometimes the daunting yes. <laughs> the daunting part <laughs> and for yeah a lot of us living today making your own clothes and clothes for your kids <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's yeah. easier to go and be thrifty at the shops i think <laughs> yeah an interesting one with the hard working it keeps hammering in it comes two or three times in the past she stands up early in the morning she's up before yes. everybody else yeah <laughs> yeah, and I think it's she stands up early and she goes to bed late. And I think with yeah, most of us can do either or. Yeah, doing both of them is a bit of a challenge. <laughs> yeah, but I, I'm sure we know this was not written in Cape Town in the winter. The All absolutely, right? that's the big <laughs> disclaimer that we all. <laughs> yeah, she she organizes her day is another one that stands us out. She looked over a field and buys it. Isn't that incredible, eh? He describes a woman here that normally when we look at Israelite culture, we sort of think the man runs the show. He clearly says this is a great woman of influence that, um, that uh, easily makes big decisions. And she must have her husband's trust. I mean, if she looks over a field and buys it, um. what does that say? Um, we have to say that don't ever come to the mindset that men rule over their wives the bible never teaches that when it says women submit to your husband it's not saying rule Th that's not the picture that it's sketching eh? she senses the worth of her work was also one of those that just stands out for me um and then uh, another one she's prepared for the day you know she organizes the day she gets ready for it can i read this passage over here is it uh, i told you this one touches my eye she keeps an eye on everyone in her household and keeps them all busy and productive. Now, very easily we can miss that point in this whole thing that this is a very busy woman. She's a hardworking woman. We can get that picture that mama dun alles. Eh? This is not what it's saying. Mm -hmm. It's saying she's, she manages the household well. So this woman also have time to sit down while their kids maybe sweep out the house and uh, maybe some of them wash the bath or maybe her older daughter is taught to cook and she has a breather you know you can picture that thing over here because she keeps the household busy and productive um it's good yeah while we're speaking about delegation maybe we must throw this one out we're speaking about delegating work to the kids to the servants lizette how do you feel about a woman delegating work to her man can that be done I think it can. But <laughs> <laughs> well, it says that to the household, keeps the household busy. So he's part of the household, right? He is part of the household, yeah. yes. So, um, yeah, yeah it's just interesting. Um, I, have, I have to testify to this. I've got absolutely no care about my children. Not that I don't care, but I don't worry about them. Um, whether they go to their sports activities, whether they go to extra maths or dancing, or how they get to school, how they get back. In my and Lizette's relationship, it can look different in other relationships. Um, she takes the responsibility to for that. And it frees me up in my work just incredibly. My mind is not worrying about where's my kids? Are they taken care of? How do they arrive? How do they go? Again, I just have to say this because I actually do know of a recent friend that I've made who the man takes all of that responsibility on him because his wife has a very big job profile and runs a... Um, a tax firm so there it's it's different but it's lovely that 
Lizette at any time can delegate to me and say, Garth, can you pick up the kids for this? Or I know it's my responsibility every week, twice a week, I take the boys to soccer. If I can't, I have to arrange with her. So just like the wife can delegate to the kids and to the servants, if you've got servants in the house, she can also delegate to the man. The, the scripture does not say that it's only Zazette's responsibility to look after the household and after the kids. She maybe has the responsibility, but she can pass the, the ball to me whenever it's needed. Eh? Yeah, and I think, yeah, with that it would also be, I think it's the way in which it is done. Um, it's not done in a... Um, What's the right word now? Um, it's not done as a command. Yes. It's, it's done as a request. Yeah. I'm busy with this. Would you be able to help with one of the kids? Um, yeah. Or could you pick them up from school? I need to be somewhere else. So I also think it's the, the attitude with which it is done. And yeah, we yeah. were just um, telling Valdi just now <laughs> about yeah how your or my organizations with the pickup of the kids go every afternoon and every now and again Garth would take initiative <laughs> and pick up one of our sons from his um, preschool and either a mom would be there waiting, another mom would be there waiting to pick him up for a play date and he would be gone already. <laughs> or I would arrive at the school in, in, a, in a very big rush because the school was about to close and he would be gone. So my um, kind initiative so <laughs> turned into a pain. Yeah, so that was also something we had to negotiate. <laughs> or just, yeah, um, ach, not negotiate. Yeah, get around, get organize. Around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I must say, with our kids, I found that um, sometimes it's easier to just do all the things, but then it gets to a certain point in the day where, um, yeah, there's just a lot of stuff happening at the same time, and there's washing that needs to come down, dishes that needs to be done, and you almost feel bad when you ask your kids to quickly help, but they are actually quite willing to help, and yeah, you just realize you don't have to do everything yourself especially yeah. as they're growing up now they are capable of doing it and it's sometimes good for them because you think they notice you doing stuff um during the day um, but i remember with our daughter the one day asking her to take down the washing and then two days later asking her to take down the washing again and she said but i already did it and i had to say <laughs> yeah there's new washing <laughs> <laughs> and she couldn't believe it and you just have to realize you you think they see you doing washing and realizing it's new washing on the line um their lives just sort of carry on so it was a yeah a good eye opener for for her to see the yeah the work that goes into running a household as well yeah yeah and think what it means for a, a woman like it says here as well she she seems to have a trade of her own a business of her own she buys and sells her wares um Think what it means for somebody like that who comes home at 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock out of the traffic at the end of every day. Um, you can read through this passage and sort of feel, Ooh, it's, you know, but I don't sew, I don't bake, I don't do all these things. Well, you delegate. It's part of the gifting. So if you are a woman who is a career woman, you have that calling on your life and that passion, then make peace with the fact that you delegate the work of the household. You make sure, just like this woman did, that everything is done in the house. The family is taken care of. Um, so it, it does not say you have to do all these things yourself. It's, it's just an important one we have to see. Mm. You just take the responsibility for it and make sure that it does get done. Um, that's, that's what it's saying. Yeah. And then we have to close off with, with this. Um, not all of this is done in one day. <laughs> and not all of this is even done 
in one season of life because for one season in our lives married lives there's no kids so that part is out of this chapter um, and then another season it feels like there's only kids Valdo <laughs> <laughs> puts his hand up that's where <laughs> you are all right it just feels overwhelming but it's just a season we're going to pass through that one then there comes another season so to see that all of this is not done in one day so when you do look for uh, for a wife like many young men do and you look for a husband um, don't look for superman don't look for superwoman um, we learn things as we go through life and we grow in every season of life in character so look for the characteristics at the end over there um, the this the message just says it's so beautiful charm can mislead and beauty soon fades in other words don't just look for that stuff don't just look for a charming woman and for a beautiful woman the woman to be admired and praised is the woman who lives in the fear of god that's a beauty that will last that's a beauty that will always always be there and um then the last really important thing is it ends off with give her everything she deserves so the responsibility back to the man just like ephesians chapter 5 says if you find this woman you better love her well she's a treasure she's a treasure to look after um, she's a woman to admire and to give what she deserves in other don't treat her like dirt sorry to put it that way but really this is a gift from god um, the scripture makes that clear you better love her and the last one festoon her life with praises make sure that she hears how valuable she is how precious she is um, it's really important for us as guys to remember um, our words carry weight there you have it pastor garth van Ikaak and lizette giving us a very practical relevant and biblical take on the proverbs 31 superwoman as they call it and just a, a real reminder for us as men in how we should treat our Proverbs 31 ladies if we if we have one of them. And to really be thankful and not take them for granted. And, and yeah, we thank you guys for sharing this with us. And we trust that people will be blessed as they listen to this and encouraged and, and urged to uh, take this and make it real and practical in their own lives. <laughs>